Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast. Copen and Copenhagen. The news edition. No, we, we need to get that right. That's close enough. That's close enough. We'll take it. My name is Owen and I am with Marius. Hi, sir. Uh, yes, you are listening to the news edition of the Copenhagen, Copy and Copenhagen podcast. Uh, I, What are we doing? <laughs> is this a podcast? podcast. Uh, uh, yes. So in this edition, we, we cover news stories uh, from around Denmark that we wanted to highlight during the week. And then in the next episode, we do an interview uh, or talk about life in Denmark. But this is the news bit. So if mm. you don't like news, switch off. But if you do like news... Switch up. Switch up? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> switch up. Switch up out there. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, okay. So the big news around the world that everyone's paying attention to in Denmark now is that we're or you and by no, we're, by osmosis me as yeah, well yeah we're actually you and i have nothing to do with it no we can not denmark has <laughs> denmark has the best and second best restaurant in the world there we go yes yes uh for uh for a lot of times running <clears throat> noma is uh, uh the best restaurant in the world it was uh, if you don't know noma it is a fantastic restaurant uh, out by Rehn. apparently yeah so I've heard. <laughs> what are you talking about i actually i i know i've interviewed um recipe yeah yeah we might put a link up for that actually we've uh, we've interviewed uh yes so this is uh, the, the restaurant that you can pass um along the way out to Refin. uh rainy recipe uh, kind of like the creator of new nordic cuisine mm-hmm. if, if it could be said uh has his restaurant has one best restaurant in the world Uh, and it has also topped it uh, back in 2010-2012 and it came runner up like 2014 and a couple of other times but anyway that's that's neither here nor here it's number one it's back on top baby it's back on top but uh, that's that's not that's not the only thing what what geranium geranium how do you say it in Danish geranium that's the one geranium <laughs> close enough geranium is number two hmm I can hear people above us in the basement. They're excited about yeah. it. People are uh, excited. The the geranium, which I I I'm not even going to lie to you. When I was reading this story, I did not know that geranium existed. Did you know about geranium? I, I knew I'm like Noma, not uh, had the pleasure, but yeah. uh, I've I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. So geranium is, by all accounts, located n- near Fellerparken, mm-hmm. near the the um the. I say by, by the stadium. I don't know. I haven't been there. And um, the other one is Alchemist. Uh, came in like the top 60, like 58. Okay. Hmm. Um, but that's. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Smorbor is still the main thing people eat. I mean, what tourists? Everybody. Probably. No. It's still like no. it's it, it's not an exciting place to go for food, Denmark. Well, it is. It apparently is. If you go to the really fancy places. Mm. No, but it's definitely like having lived here a lot longer than you have. Oh, okay. We're getting defensive now. <laughs> no, no, but it's definitely gotten better. Like, oh, okay, like sure. when, like back to the nineties. Sure. You would have uh, been hard pressed to find anything but wool. Okay. To be fair, yeah. All right. You got you got got some pretty badass ramen places. Yeah, there's some good ramen places. Reference pretty great. Decent pizzas you can find now. 
Is there? Oh yes. Oh, best. Best is pretty good. I haven't eaten there now. No, best is good. I that was actually the pizzas was the thing I was the least impressed by. Oh. But I know a couple of there's a couple of good pizza joints around town. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best one, my opinion. Yeah. Venlus. Yeah. Yep. Why did you whisper like you covered your mouth as if we're not meant to know? Dirty word. No, I was born and raised in Venlus. Not born. That's a lie. I was raised in Venlus. Uh, but there are some decent uh, pizzas. Oh, you mean just around. pizzas in Venus are the best pizzas? No, no, no. no. There's a there's place just, called there's one, there's one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's <laughs> a really good pizzeria. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's the big news. Uh, Denmark, to be fair, that's pretty amazing to get not one but two yeah. for a second. Oh, we are like a culinary hotspot, it's which is amazing. insane to think about from where we our origins of, of food. Yeah. Or salt and pepper were like exotic spices. <laughs> <laughs> I right. still like sitting and eating with uh, a Dane when there's a little bit of chili in anything, and just watching uh, a, a Danish person's face go bright red. Oh, yeah. this is exciting! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting it's it, it the, the Danes have yet to catch up, I think, but the restaurateurs are. Uh, okay, see, that's the difference, right? That's the, the like the the mm. yeah. Okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Well, not that it was a test. Not that you have to like. Was it a test? I feel like you were no, testing. No, not that I like. <laughs> Anything I say matters, but uh, but 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 fair play, Noma. Congratulations, Noma. Congratulations, Garani. Well, what's number three? Where can I go and find number three, Yoman? Um, you have to go to how far? Um, the Michelin, guess. Stu- Michelin guess, restaurants uh, list. Spain. They had a couple of yeah. There was a famous Spanish one, right? Yeah. Michelin. Remember that from the the trip? They went to a Michelin star restaurant in Spain. That God, that was a fantastic show. That was great. All right. Well, you, 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 I'm going to look up the third best restaurant in the world, and then you, uh, you tell me the next bit of news. All right. Well, uh, uh, the Danish um, military, uh, armed forces, uh, have uh, have gotten into a, a little bit of a kerfuffle. They've they've uh, snafu. They've uh, they've trodi spinach, stepped in the spinach, as we like to say in Danish. Oh. Um, uh, two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, like um, the rest of coalition forces uh, that were in Afghanistan, uh, they have also um, uh, left. Um, and uh, when you leave, you of course uh, you you want to take your equipment with you, especially considering that the Taliban was uh, you know waiting for everyone to leave. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't want to leave anything behind. So the the Danish military made a, a a video, and the title was "Leave Nothing for the Enemy." What? Yes. Really? Okay. Leave nothing for the enemy. Uh-huh. And in this uh, video, you see uh, the the Danish soldiers, uh, sort of bit by bit, uh, sort of um, taking down the, the whole military base in Kabul. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, uh, guns being wrapped in boxes, uh, keyboards, uh, screens, uh, USB. Um, sticks, uh, phones being uh, broken due mm. to security and sort of don't want to give any data away. Um, and, you know, anything where it was sort of thought that uh, this could have value if it fell in the hands of the uh, the, the enemy sure. was destroyed. Sure. Um, and they really sort of emphasized, we took everything useful. Um, so nothing was left for Taliban. That all, sound, the, that all sounds. That sounds reasonable. Great. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. What the video didn't show was that twenty-seven uh, heavily armored uh, military vehicles stayed on ground in Afghanistan uh, after the last Danish soldier uh, flew uh-huh. back home, 
Uh, these are vehicles that uh, Denmark leased from the States in 2004. Um, and um, yeah, they've, they've, been, uh, they've been left. And um, with the keys in them, like, but yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, so uh, these uh, armored vehicles um, have now been, you know, taken by Taliban, basically, or been left for Taliban. I, um, if if they've actually been taken, I, I don't think they actually know. But it's right. this whole idea, and you know, the, the the American army have done ton of this also, and there's been just this. leaving stuff and yeah. And also there's like, like, you know, war is a profitable business for people who supply arms yep. or who, you know, supply any service to the armed forces in these countries. Yep. Uh, and uh, there's just so much money involved in that. And a lot of it is just sort of, you know, left. Mm-hmm. And probably because it's very expensive to bring that shit back home also. Yeah. So it's cheaper to just leave it behind. Yeah. But it also just speaks to the whole sort of uh, oxymoron of sort of uh, the fact that, um, and it, you know, it happened in the Cold War. The Russians did it. Mm-hmm. Like we just leave behind. We 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 go and we s- blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of blood on both sides, uh, a lot of money poured in mm. for what? <sighs> so we can leave <laughs> better equipment to the the. The enemy, I'm doing quotation marks because I don't believe in that whole label. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just, what, 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 what's the deal here? Like now we've uh, armored Taliban after spending God knows how much money and, oh. and lost lives uh, over the what 20 years. We, it's, I, it's the longest war also. 20, that the 20 s- years. Yeah, 20 I think it was years. 20 years. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not the longest war ever. No, no, uh, the the longest war. No, that for was instance, the Hundred Years, years War was probably a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Thirty Years War is a bit longer. Anyway, probably a little bit. Yeah. But my 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 wondering is, uh, look, yeah, fuck it. Denmark is involved with this chaos and fucked up. But when they walked away from those vehicles, mm-hmm. somebody had to turn around and be like, "Oh, sh- what should we do? Oh, fuck, let's do it." There you go. <laughs> let's go, boys. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like, why didn't you like? Like oh look I'm I'm not a general. People think I am. People say I am, but I'm mm. not a general. Uh, but why wouldn't you blow them up? Yeah, or just shoot the shit out of them or something. Mm. Or why not? Well, that's also like you would like a logical thing. Would be, why not give it to the the Afghan army that you have you know also spent money and trained? Uh, why not give them some armored vehicles? Maybe yeah. that would help them fight off Taliban. But then there's also uh, I've heard sort of uh, news stories about sort of uh, yeah like fucking uh, you know helicopters yeah they've been sort of <laughs> they buy these helicopters yeah and they come with some argument that oh it will help uh, the Afghan army to fight off Taliban so we don't have to ever come back so they're strong mm. and they can fend them off but then they lack the training they don't have mechanics to sort of uh, do maintenance yeah. on these helicopters probably yeah. it's the same with these armored vehicles like, yeah so it's all but that, that was that I remember hearing a story about uh, some um, planes that had been left this is before Taliban had completely um, taken over uh, but they had planes but there was no one to um, maintain them ma- maintain them I just look anyway yeah fuck. Uh, so yeah I'm not surprised Denmark because mm. his 
And they're not cheap. They're, it's three you know, to six million Danish kroners for one of these. Uh, what? Yeah. That's that's not even that's that could get me that could get me a house in Wooluru. Yeah. So it's about 180 to 160 million kroners for these 27 armored vehicles that right. we have just left behind. Do you know what? Do you know what, man? Do you know what? What? Do you know what I'd want to do? With, like, you know how that makes me feel? It makes me feel I want to go to the third best restaurant in the world. And where would I go for that? Where would you go for that? Spain. Oh, I was right. You were right. Oh, yes. very nice. Yeah, I would go to uh, Asador uh, Extra Barry. <laughs> if only I could pronounce it, I would yeah. go there. <laughs> so we got uh, the top right. 10 are Denmark, Denmark, Spain, Peru, Spain, Sweden, Peru, Singapore, Mexico, China. Yeah, that's 10. Japan's next and Austria then. And oh, then but I've imagined... Uh, Spain and Italy. I'm just keep. Japan or Italy being in there? They are in there, but they're yeah, not but in the a top bit 10. higher. No, no. Okay. Peru's got two. Way to go, Peru! I my first. I wouldn't pig. mind the Perus of those places. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you had your first guinea pig when? In Peru. You know what I also had in Peru? What? Cocaine. <laughs> this is a segue because <laughs> the military is in, uh, also uh, are dealing with a case uh, around. Um, Drug abuse within the army. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, at the uh, barracks um, uh, on sort of where, where yeah, the military is. They're trained. Yeah. Um, and they have been quite, like, they do drug testing, and there's a very clear law that, you know, like, you're not, you can't have any sort of uh, r- residue of any kind of drug in your blood. Residual, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Any trace. Any trace of it. Um, but it, uh, through, um, yeah, some, some um, I guess, whistleblowers or uh, some people who have uh, come out and sort yeah. of uh, spoken freely about this, it, it turns out that there's uh, a, a significant amount of sort of uh, Drug recruits. Right. What are they called? Like when you're, if you're, yeah, you're in training, yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah, recruits, yeah, yeah, sure, who end up either doing, typically most of them, sort of, because they go back home on weekends and then they do drugs there, yeah, um, and that's kind of how it starts, like, and most people come and they're like, oh, we can't do drugs here, but there's a lot of maybe a little bit of peer pressure or people have a dependency coming in. And they, they're not sort of. Uh, it's illegal, but it's also there's a blind eye being turned to a lot of this uh, drug abuse. Um, okay, so so it's it, it's a bit of a, it's quite a big issue then. There's a lot a, of people doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I mean, uh, the the uh, there's a quote from uh, from someone from the army. I'm just looking for the quote. Okay, oh, I can't remember exactly, but it's like he says. Well, it's not that big of a problem. We get like a, a like a lot of people in, and a, like many different people working here, and yeah. like considering how many people we are, it's not that big of an issue. But I think the issue is that a lot of the PDs, like it's uh, it's not just the the recruits or the, the sort of in training people. It's also some of the higher ups who are in charge of you know. Mm. Uh, weapons training there's a man who was a constable I think it's called um, who was in charge of weapons right. practice and training right. and he uh, yeah he would smoke a little uh, doobie every every time um, so, so but he, what every time what like he, yeah it was like a like every every night or something like that yeah what mm-hmm 
Okay. And right. now the, uh, the... So wait, hold on. Let me, let me be clear. Is, is, is the story that the army is trying to cover it up or that it's a problem within the army? It's a problem within the army and the, there's a camaraderie, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's a blind eye yeah, being the, turned to some okay. cases. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't snitch yeah, on snitches get ditches, yeah. ditches, dig ditches, dig ditches. That works for the army. Yeah, snitches, dig uh, ditches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yes, uh, so it's it's gone to parliament and to the defense minister uh, Eva Flyholm, um, and she has been asked to sort of uh, make some harder sort of uh, guidelines and laws or right. restrictions around this. Um, mm. It'd be interesting to see like the, the statistics like compared to other armies. Like, I think it's quite prevalent. Like I think in it's, Denmark, you mean, or in or in just an army? Yes, the, this is also what the the article states that sort of they like the numbers we have are probably very conservative in terms of the, the very low considering to what's probably the actual numbers um, in the world. You mean like no in the up? Danish army? But, oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I again talking about the states like. Um, well, they back back. They used to give you know fighter pilots amphetamines when, uh, like, uh, I think some kind of synthesized version of amphetamines. Yeah, yeah. Like so, there is. Yeah. Stuff. There's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of stuff you put in your body, mm. uh, that's a segue. Um, <laughs> so so vaccines. You know how we all got vaccines and now they're done and we don't have to think about them again. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. Oh no! What? We're 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 getting another one. We're getting two oh. two two for some, three for more. Three for more, right? Who's who's the lucky? Uh... The three for more is anybody who's already got two. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, the 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 Denmark has pretty much said uh, they're putting into a system in place to get a third, a, a booster jab mm. for for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, Biden just got his. Did he? Yeah. Fair play, because he would be in the first round in Denmark because it's. 65s frontline workers and uh, chronically ill people hmm. they're the ones who Denmark are going to hit first and give the, the vaccine jabs to Seems um, reasonable. The, 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 the top up but the plan is overall to get everybody topped up um, those of us who uh, went for the J&J option aka me uh, uh, also need to get a, another jab um, which is actually already available Denmark is already bringing it available from the 1st of October so you if you've had Johnson & Johnson single jab, um, somebody told me it was down to like 4% cover or something like that, which is nonsense. I don't know what it is. But it was the lower of all the... It was 85% cover, I think, when I took it. Oh, okay, I think it's right. falling now. Still. What do you mean cover? Like, uh, uh, percentage of... Um, 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 it's um, like covering you from, from oh, coronavirus. Okay, okay. Yeah, you have yeah, an 85% chance of not getting infected. Okay, you know? yes. Um, so that, But seemingly that's falling... Um, quicker and quicker and actually America is talking about doing the Johnson Johnson um, jab or top booster jab but then they're saying that it might impact you whether you get another Johnson and Johnson because it's sounding sadly that some countries are going to start not recognizing that as a vaccine oh um, like that won't your corona pass won't work if it's oh, Johnson sure. and Johnson okay. now they're, they're, I don't know who it, I don't think it's officially yet or like anybody okay. stated that but it's looking like Johnson Johnson's losing its um, um, hmm. uh, potency. Okay. Uh, the don't worry if you if you're wondering when you're going to get this, uh, it's going to be six months after your original second jab once you've fully vaccinated. Okay. So it has to be six months after that, 
Uh, and then it's 12 weeks if you've had the Johnson & Johnson, if you <laughs> want to get that top-up, which the um, government are offering. Uh, other news within that whole spectrum, uh, the whole sphere, uh, the uh, lightning tests or the nosy tests are uh, being wrapped up. Yes, that's true. Yeah. In ninth of October. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can still get a PCR, and I think some PCR centers are going to possibly give the option of a quickie nosy testy. Uh, as, as, as Why didn't I, they call it a quickie nosy testy? <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's the, the, the old the old queue in for a pint that we were doing <laughs> a couple of months ago, where you had to queue for an hour and a half to get a. A, a, an ear cleaning swab stuck up your nose mm-hmm. to go for a pint with a friend. Yeah, uh, it's over. Hey. Up, but it's over anyway because we're, we're, we're yeah. We're, we're, but uh, we'll I had no problem doing that. I, I, I stick it up my nose if I'm going for a pint. <laughs> um, and well, no, I like my pints now. Uh, and that's uh. Well, and there's also it. a potential. Uh, I was just reading uh, about this earlier today. Sort of that Mac and Cole. Uh, um, it said there uh, there's an experimental COVID nineteen pill, uh, um, sort of on 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 the horizon. Yeah. Um, this would be the first pill to show um, to to treat COVID nineteen, uh, a potential sort of major advance in efforts to to fight the p- pandemic. Um, but yeah, they're 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 testing this um, currently. Uh, just to, just in case anyone uh, is curious, you can go on to vacciner.dk. V-A-C-C-I-N-E-R dot D-K for more information about the um, the vaccinations that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, um, do, do you know what vaccines make me think about? What? Vikings. <laughs> what a segue. There you go. <laughs> oh, I had one brewing in my head, but okay, fair enough. Uh, no, 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 take it back, take it back, take it back, take it back. Forget what I said. What's your one? Um, no, it's also been discovered. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> go on, what also has been discovered? Um, it has emerged that a significant silver coin treasure from the late Viking Age has been discovered in Denmark. Over 600 coins dating back to uh, about 1,000 years ago were found in a field near Wolves Vilby in Western Zealand oh, by yeah. two men wielding metal detectors. Uh, the coins are of Danish, English and German orange origin. Um, many of the coins were minted by... Uh, Sven II and Knut the Great, two of Denmark's most powerful Viking kings during the Viking period. And uh, aside from the coins, uh, the pair found uh, the remains of the urn the coins were buried in, as well as... The uh, urn? Yes. The, so it was buried with a body? Uh, the coins were buried in an urn. An urn is the thing you put ashes in. Eh, you know. Yeah. Or or not? You may also put uh, flowers in an keep, urn. Keep your fecking po- coins in it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, aside from the coins, yes, there was also found uh, clothing fibers and some engraving tools. Mm. Um, we know at least uh, thirty silver uh, finds from the uh, Sven the Second period in Denmark, um, but uh, only uh, one other discovery from Zealand. So it's quite a rare find, and it's a wonderful find. Uh, says uh, Christian Christensen from the Museum of Westschellen, um to find s- coins in such a fine condition. Mm. Uh, they're quite beautiful, also when you look at them. Uh, initially, the coins were display will uh, be displayed at Sorul Museum for those of interested for three months before being moved to the National Museum of Denmark here in Copenhagen. So if you, uh, you want to uh, check out some Viking uh, silver coins, well, uh, you don't have to wait that long. Nice. Isn't that great? That, that is, that is, that, that's, the, that's the kind of hot, off-the-press, important, life-defining news that the 
Coffee in Copenhagen podcast news edition brings you. Yes. I could have had it more if you guys. <laughs> I could be more enthused, but I that's sound, why you're switched up. I sound nonplussed by the whole thing, to be honest. Um, but here we go. No, what I actually I want to say like oh. coins are super like. I, I find it sort of it's a it's looking back like considering that they used to be able to use coins you know across countries, like where you know you mean we like currency. Currency, yeah. Yeah, but considering like how difficult it was for us, because uh, before we had sort of credit cards and mobile pay, and that was all very easy. Do you yes. ever travel with traveler checks? And I never did the traveler check thing. Having to go and sort of figure out sort of. I I, I often I often traveled with. Um, I have a a, a leather belt, and uh, I like the fact that you have no idea where this is going. No, I'm very excited. Uh, I have a leather belt, and it has a secret zip at the back of it. Secret oh. compartment, and is it a fanny fanny pack you're talking? No, about? it's like a proper leather belt. It's 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 a hidden compartment, so you okay. put money or whatever you need to put in there. In there, but it's I just call money. it a fanny pack. Though. It's not a fanny pack. It's a belt. It's a proper. It keeps my pants on. Fine, it's a leather fanny pack. <laughs> right, <Great. whatever. laughs> but but there on many occasions uh, I bummed around the place uh, with uh, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars crammed into that. Mm. Funny mm, leather belt, <laughs> uh, and that would be. But back in the day, back when I was traveling, when I was when I was I, when I was like fifteen, twenty years ago, whatever, not twenty, fifteen years ago, sir. Um, that would be my only cash. Like I would be traveling for I don't know a week, two weeks without any ATMs, without any credit cards. Mm, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. Like this gets me through yeah. life right don't now. Lose if this I belt. lose yeah. this, this is me gone. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Probably that's that. exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. But I'm just I'm fascinated by the fact that they were able to travel and tr- and still trade because silver and gold and like they had you know that was recognized yeah throughout the world basically. So, so do you know if if other countries' gold coins were recognized in like Rome and stuff like that? Because you go to Rome with di- Viking coins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the issue would Is typically that the same time period. I don't even know. Were there Vikings in Roman times? Yes, in the late Roman uh, periods, a lot mm. of Vikings were used as um, as uh, bodyguards by Roman emperors, and there's like uh, yeah, proof of that because they were well known, you know, warriors. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were also well known, which is uh, maybe not that well known, but they were very great traders. They were great seafarers, yeah, of course, but they yeah, were yeah. excellent traders also. Yeah. And they were not just uh, all all about the raping and pillaging. Um, so yeah, they they you know they travel wide and far, and they. Uh, I, I, th- I might have mentioned this, but when I was in Sicily in 2019, sort of what I found super interesting about this was sort of the merge of you could see Nordic culture, Arabic culture, and yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, um, how it had all sort of been merged together, mm. and sort of yeah, there was a rich, rich history and Roman and Greek history in Sicily, sort of all. Yeah, Sicily is like a proper. Was was that the one that was like a real melting pot? There was like different like like brilliant minds from Islam and Christianity used to come and like share ideas and stuff. Uh, one of the Mediterranean islands was like that. Yes, it was a little bit like that. I think uh, mm-hmm. Alexandria was actually sort of the, um, oh, okay. the, the, the the main... No, not Alexandria. Um, Istanbul. Constantinople. Yeah. Because that stood... Like that was the last Roman bastion and stood for a thousand years because it just had amazing walls, basically. Yeah. Um, until the... Ottomans uh, made a proper cannon. They were uh, they were fending <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, but yes, and that actually sort of once that fell Constantinople, a lot of these intellectuals had to spread out across Europe, and that's some theorize that uh, helped uh, spring Surprise on the right. Renaissance. Ah, 
I was always wondering what Spring Donder is. Um, so speaking of um, uh, currencies around the world, uh, a couple of uh, short bits. Uh, uh, so the quick fire bits. Yeah, Wood Owens. Is that it? Yeah, yeah I think it's the Quickfire uh, quick segment. Quickfire bit. All right, yeah. Quickfire segment. Um, so the other big piece of news, well, there's lots of big pieces of news around the world, but a very big bit of news uh, that came out this week is the Pandora Papers. Oh, uh, yes. uh, Someone said, I read somewhere, it's a million Bibles worth of documents. I don't know why that's a reference point, but I read that somewhere. That's how many. That's a lot of documents. That's a lot of paper. I don't right? know how long the Bible is. How many pages is the Bible? 46. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, anyway, so... Just to give a quick uh, pull in for Denmark. Uh, Denmark has not really been... Okay, there's a, loads and loads and loads of information, so it's going to be slowly brought out. The first bits, I guarantee you, aren't going to be the bit heavy hitters. But so far, Denmark has not really been implicated, except for uh, Yuske Bank. Say, uh, Yuske? Yep. Yuske? Yeah, nice. Um, which it turns out that there was a Paraguayan car dealer who is a well sneaky dude when it comes to the old tax fraud. Oh. And he had... A car uh, dealer, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car dealer, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he had other things, but they decided, in the article I'm reading, they decided to go with car dealer was okay. his main yeah. source of income. Uh, <laughs> it's reported that he kept uh, hundreds of millions of kron in the account uh, in, uh, with the Danish bank. And seemingly Jenske... Yuska. Uh, uh, Yuska. Damn it, I was doing so well. Helped him put money into several... Uh, uh, tax haven accounts and businesses. Uh. So, but here's the thing: I would be like, hmm, I'm probably not going to hear much about Denmark. But Danske Bank had an awful case of the old oh, oh, yep, corruption yep, 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 yep. and fraud—not fraud, but uh, corruptiony stuff. A couple yeah. of years ago, wasn't it? Money laundering. Yeah. Like uh, and Nodea, both Danske Bank and Nodea. Yeah. Like uh, oh yeah, Nodea, heavily Nodea. affiliated with with uh, some some issues there. Yeah. So I actually spoke to a a lady who works, which is like. I mean, I knew they had this, but it's like an insane job. She's like the, you know, like uh, you have vice, no, not vice, but it's like internal affairs in the police. Mm. Like they also have had to hire that in banks now. Really? Like someone who has to investigate and totally. ensure. Totally. Like, that, internal you know, investigation kind of thing? Yeah. Totally. Come on. I mean. But like the way she uh, said, it's like, which I'm sure is the same way internal affairs in the police is mm. like, they're, you know. They're not buddies with anybody. No, 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 no. no. They're like, oh, this guy. Yeah, that's a yeah. shit gig. I know you want An to see my receipts for buying beers gigs, last night. like a shit gig. I'm yeah. sure they're not invited to the company party. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, another thing, um, reckless driving car seizure numbers uh, uh, hasn't uh, hasn't changed much in the last couple of years, um, this year. So uh, following a change in the law on March 1st, the police seized 150 cars between March 31st and September 20th in cases of reckless driving. So the police can now take your car if you're a bad driver, right? Uh, in total, this uh, uh, has charged 623 individuals in a total of 586 cases. Jason. Uh, own cars uh, the police are able to seize cars when driving is judged to endanger other people's lives regardless of the ownership so um, a couple of things I find interesting one that it's not changing but also I didn't know Danes were very bad drivers no Danes don't like to indicate though is that something you don't learn when you learn to drive I've never heard of that what is that Indi- indicating Oh, I know what that okay, is. Okay, my God, right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean... I have a driver's license. Danes do not indicate, man. No? Ah, it's so bad. We'll go, I'll take you for a ride sometime. We'll just go up and down the highway and I'll be like, point... Sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, 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 it's just an interesting thing because I found it interesting that cops take cars and also that um, 
Danes, Danes are. Because I, I think Danes are generally speaking. I, we're quite like uh, I think we're uh, sort of uh, we stick to the rules big time, except for indicating. Yeah, and we'll speed a little bit, but not. Like you do crazy. like to you do like a bit of speed. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about it today. I was driving uh, in the city, and I think driving in Copenhagen has made me a safer driver because I'm so ultra aware of cyclists. Yeah, yeah. I have to be aware of cyclists all the time, mm. and I hate it. I hate it when I'm like, like I inch too close to the cycle lane. And like, there's a little bit of the car just poking in the cycle lane, and I still wait for the car to cycle. And the cyclist gives me the dirtiest oh, look. Oh, yes, you're getting some dirty. Dirtiest look. look, like I'm, I'm stopped. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm not driving into you, sir. <laughs> Please don't hate me. That's what I feel like. There is a general mis. Like um, we tend to say, Danes are quite trusting of the system, and we're not. I don't feel like we're very trusting of each other, when it comes to traffic. And I think that is that whole thing about like. I will follow the rules. I don't trust any of these cunts. Yeah. But I find it the same on bikes. Like yeah. pedestrians, when I'm biking, yeah. and they are walking, and it's a green light, and I'm like, I'm maybe going with a certain amount of speed, but I'm slowing down. They can see I'm braking, but there yeah. are some people who will stop, look at me, wait till I've completely stopped, yeah. and then walk. And I, f- I really want to yell at these people and say like, What the fuck is your problem? Trust that I, you can see I'm stopping. You don't have to wait for me to be fully stopped. I'm not just gonna like suddenly rev up and go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. What do I win from like <laughs> fucking running into? Maybe you? you're the psychopath. Maybe you're the one going around and doing that to people. Like I've heard. <sighs> I am probably Denmark's best bicyclist. <laughs> not the safest, but the the best. <laughs> well, then, 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 then's the uh, then's the news, and then's the what do you call it? The fire quick fire round. Quick fire round. Which wasn't that quick, but sure. Nope. Yep. Uh, the average Bible has around uh, 1,200 pages. Just want to say. Not 46? Oh, well. I must have skimmed. <laughs> you must have skimmed. Uh, Marius, do you, have, uh, do, you have, uh, do you have any hot tips for us? Well, Owen. Yeah? I do. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I thought I thought we'd do a, a special, a hot new hot tips special, yep. so to say. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we've got uh, Culture Night coming, uh, coming up soon. Yeah. And uh, on uh, the fifteenth uh, of uh, October, yeah, that's a Friday, yeah, uh, from uh, six to midnight, uh, there will be uh, many a things to explore in the city. Ooh. Yes, uh, and I've selected three things that I would recommend to uh, an an international audience because a lot of this is obviously going to be like uh, talks or uh, you can go somewhere Danish stuff. A lot of Danish it's going to be in Danish, stuff, yeah. but there are some English options. Okay, um, pray tell what are your top three. Well, um, I think this is if if you have children, yeah, this yeah. might be a good option. Okay, especially if you have children and you're like, it also got to be a little bit fun for me. Oh, th- like th- not thinking, you, Marius, but like for the parent. Yeah, yeah, right. It was <laughs> like if you have kids, but I also need to be entertained. Yes, as Marius. Yeah, okay. Go on. What I would. Uh, I would go to Cinema Tegel. Oh yeah. Um, where uh, there's a Cinema Tegel uh, right across from Cognans Hale. Yeah. Here in the center of the city, um, which is it's like a a, f- uh, a film library kind of. Uh-huh. You could say uh, they also have a lovely cafe. I would say. I would say, um, and uh, they're gonna have different things throughout the the evening. At uh, some some things I thought might be fun, uh, something for the kids. You can they can go get uh, get uh, makeup on, get some funny faces by their uh, talented uh, makeup artist. Um, 
be a you know become a scary monster or something like that. Uh, you can also make your own uh, film. Um, uh, and this is from seven years up, so don't bring the the, 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 the teeny tinies. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, you can like record and edit and make your own uh, sound at the time for your your film. And this is like first come first serve. So uh, if you want to do this, you gotta be get in there gotta be there like yeah. queue up before six okay, to get right. a chance okay, to do this. Okay. And you all need to have the wristbands for Culture Night, so yep. you need to buy the Culture wristbands. You can buy that on the kulturnetten.dk. <coughs> uh, they also have a motion capture workshop. Uh, so you can play with their newest technology within motion capture. Yeah. Um, uh, they have uh, some virtual reality. Um, and uh, yeah, later in the evening, there will also be some sort of uh, some talks. There's something about why horror seduces. Uh, Sorry? What why horror, horror films. Oh, right. Okay. Seduces. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of uh, fun fun stuff going on at the Cinematica, so check that out. Check it out. Uh, another kind of um, within the arts yeah. is Dansehallerne. Uh, uh, this is out on Repsalevei 173A, so uh, you're going to have to go a bit outside the city. Uh, but there you can... Uh, so Dansehallerne is called the dance halls. Mm-hmm. And um, you can come out and uh, sort of experience uh, beautiful responsive as they say I don't quite know why responsive what a responsive choreography is Uh Uh, um, giant uh, colorful uh, draping and and, uh, uh, light and sound (laughs) universe in a choreograph total installation for the for the listeners, there's a lot of hand gesturing going on. Oh. Marius is telling me this. Yes, <laughs> you really get into it. I like it. I like um, it. Yes, uh, Hall Six at Copenhagen Contemporary is uh, sort of uh, where the the installations and uh, the uh, show echoes, uh, which is a choreography from Clara Utke Ax. I don't know who that is, mm-hmm. um, but I, th- I, I that that's what I've done on some of these culture nights. I'm going on to this, like stuff where I'm like, I have an interest in this, but I've actually never been here. Yeah. Uh, I know that the some of the uh, theater schools also put on like like they they get their actors to just do some kind of interactive kind of play oh, where yeah, you just cool. walk through a space and they will sort of do a bit of acting. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing this is something a little bit like this, but uh, because it's dance and sound and uh, lights, you know, it's for everyone. Cool. Yes. Finally. Uh-huh. Finally, uh-huh. a little uh, s- uh, plug for. Uh, the very theater we're sitting in the the very basement of yeah improv comedy Copenhagen. We will uh, have uh, thirty minutes improv uh, short form shows, which is like fast paced games uh, where you as an audience can come in for thirty se- thirty minutes, thirty seconds, 30 seconds. very short. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty minutes shows. Uh, we have eight shows uh, from uh, yeah six to midnight. Um, where you'll see uh, some of the most talented improvisers in Copenhagen put on some really fun shows. Uh, you can get warm, get a drink, have a laugh, and off you go. Nice. Yes. That sounds excellent. That that's sounds uh, improv excellent. comedy Copenhagen at Frederikshavns Canal Two. Um, little slight little thing. Um, uh, side note. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I was flicking through Netflix with someone, and there's this new movie out, and it's called The Guilty, and it's got um. Um, what's his name? Uh, he was in Prisoner, and he was in um, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and it's about this guy who's answering the phone for an emergency, police officer for emergency service, 911 call, or 112 mm-hmm. in Denmark. Yeah. It's a Danish movie. Yes, I actually didn't know. Yeah, yeah. it's so it's a remake of a Danish film from 2018, I think. Oh. Do you know what I did? I didn't even watch it. I went straight to the Danish one. There you go. I did, and it was very interesting. It was very, very yeah. good. And it's cool because they talk about it's all around Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so you're you're following you're hearing all these places and stuff. It's it's very interesting. Highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. So instead of watching the Danish the, the American one, check out the Danish one. Uh the guilty. What's it? It's the guilty name. Uh, then There you go. Yeah. Uh another uh similar tip like that. Yeah. Uh, also for a bit of a laugh, uh, I had a friend who said uh, there's this uh, new Danish net sh- uh, Netflix show also. Uh, within the sort of uh, this, um, like we had Nordic uh, cuisine, new mm. Nordic cuisine. There's also this uh, Nordic noir, mm. which is like the killing, yes. yeah, 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 the yeah. bridge, and all of these shows. Yeah. And it's kind of become like a tradition now that uh, every two years they produce a new kind of similar uh, show like that. Yeah. Uh, the newest one is out called The Chestnut Man, Kastanjemanden. I heard, yeah. Ooh, I saw yeah. the first episode. I heard it was good. And I don't typically like these shows. Yeah. I'm immediately, oh, it's Danish. I know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this one, yeah. I, okay. It, it's good. Ooh. I saw the first episode, but I, I liked it. Uh, but then, uh, and I saw it in Danish, obviously. Yeah. But Netflix has this version where you can sort of have the dubbed version. I recommend you watch the the, the Danish one. Subtitles. They do have subtitles. Yeah. Uh, and also just, it's good for learning, getting the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, uh, normally when you dub something, you would get uh, some English actors to to dub it, or yeah. you know German actors to do the dubbing. But apparently, they've had uh, the uh, I think the same Danish actors oh, who are playing the great. characters dub it into English. Yeah. And uh, my friend told me it's it's not great, but it's hilarious. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, you can try both and see um, whichever fits. Very good. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's that's the news and them's the hot tips and that's that's the episode. That's the episode. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Congratulations. I had a good time. Me too. Thank you. Bye.